calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back to Moneyline with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Hour number two is now officially underway here. Sports Grid Network. It's what Donnie and Kevin do here on Moneyline. Have some fun. Give out some picks, some information, and grind it out. Phone lines are open, 844-843-6879. Get a hold of us here on Twitter. Hashtag SGMoneyline with any hot topics that you do have. And by the way... It's time to bring in JP here. Hot last night with Nick Castellanos picking up an RBI prop victory for him. He's going after one today in the 2 o'clock hour, which is right now. 205 start, Texas, Chicago. 210 start, Kansas City, New York. I'm going with the polar bear today for him. But I think maybe K-Dub. Did he give us a tip? Was like, I'm going off the rails for this one? I don't know if he meant he's angry today as well or he's going off the rails with a prop bet today. Uh, I, I don't. I just know he's betting an RBI prop, so why not bet that prop then on maybe the best hitter in baseball, Corey Seager? Ooh, I'm going Pete Alonso. Where are you at, JP? Yeah, I wouldn't categorize this guy as the best hitter in baseball. Let's take a mm. Michael Massey prop for an RBI today. See that? You don't even know what's going see, he's going, see, he said going off the rails here. Now, yeah, I I, like, truth be told here, I have cashed a Michael Massey prop here this year so far in the RBI. 250 ISO power number today going up against Carlos Carrasco. How about that? Michael Massey. And by the way, left-handed batters is probably the way to attack the past 30 days against Carlos Carrasco. There you go, K-Dub. If I put Michael Massey in a lineup, could you pick him out? No. No. Oh. I went to high school with Michael Massey. Oof. You went to high school with a Michael Massey. Uh, it's, a, it's a similar name. Something like a, 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 so. Let's see, he could have ran same. with that. That's something I would say. I'm like, oh, did you really? And then I would lie for like 30 seconds and then you know, just done a whole story cave at that it. point. Could have done a whole story about that here. Also, by the way, are you keeping tabs here, K-Dub, with a little golf action today, yeah. by the way? Yeah, we are. We are. This now, hold on. Let me bring it up here. Sung What's he doing? Yeah. The first Him and he, Kim? Boys? Yeah, so I have them both on their round one prop unders, the and they both manage to bogey the first two holes of the tournament, which is not what anybody signed up for. So that was frustrating here. Uh, we did grab one back. Uh, with Siwoo Kim, but Sung Jae M missed a pretty easy putt, uh, which would have pushed him back to just the one over. Those are the ones I'm most concerned mm-hmm. about, just because mm-hmm. those are round one. Those are in and out wagers. Now, let me ask you this question here. If you want to get the attention of the Ryder Cup captain, maybe Justin Thomas has the right game plan here going, hey, look, I actually shot even par today, boss. Like, I'm improving from my last round. Tied for 52, even par 70 on a course that is supposed to be had today, K-Dub. Any thoughts yeah. on Justin Thomas's run to the Ryder Cup? Yeah, Justin Thomas is going to have to shoot about a 64 <laughs> tomorrow if anybody is even going to take that serious. I, I don't know uh, if he, how he really can be on this team, right? It's, it's not like Justin Thomas is labeled Mr. Ryder Cup, right? Oh, he's the greatest Ryder Cup golfer. <laughs> In the hit, you know what I mean? That's not really uh-huh. how this works here. And he's in. I mean, one thing it was like, oh, look, he's had a bad season, but he's been getting a little bit better. No, he's having a bad season, and his worst golf is happening right this moment. I mean, five of the last seven tournaments, he's missed the cut. He misses the cut, DRS, here. Yeah. You, you cannot put him. 
on that team. And let me and let me make this point: the USA are considerable favorites to win that tournament. I think it's around a minus two hundred, maybe a little bit higher. They've not won in Europe in like eighty years, ninety years. I'm not even. I'm not trying to exaggerate. There, it's been Jeez. an incredibly long time. And you're going to send not your best to that event because you know, oh, Justin Thomas has earned it. Now, I don't know about that, Tommy. Yeah, by the way, they're all playing in Rome, which is kind of cool. Like, you usually figure it's like, okay, uh, somewhere in, like, Midwest United States where you have, like, Whistling Straits or Kiowa Island on the East Coast or maybe even Pebble Beach. Or you go over to Europe, and it's typically, like, you know, a Spanish golf course or maybe an English golf course that you play. Headed to Rome, which is kind of interesting. The one thing I do appreciate is the Ryder Cup isn't really golf. And so what does that actually mean? It absolutely is golf. But when you actually think about it, the crowds are awesome. Like, the crowds are allowed to get on you, as opposed to typically golf etiquette. Cheer for everybody. Even if you don't like the golfer, it makes a birdie. Clap there. They actively cheer when you miss a putt. I can't get enough of the Ryder Cup, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's, it, and it should be great this year. It, it really should. That The teams are, are interesting, and I think things are probably tighter than the current numbers suggest. But, man, the amount of uncertainty that seems to kind of sit out there for both these squads and who they actually will take makes this intriguing throughout. And look, that's kind of a big factor with some of these tournaments, right? Is you know all of a sudden it's like, and and I don't think it was you know, like Brian Harmon, Donnie, what he did at the Open probably put him on the team, right? You know, I don't know if Lee Hodges got himself there with the, the win at the 3M, but that's kind of what what what's happening here right now. It's just like anybody has a good performance, and it's like, whoa, hey, should they be the should they be on the Ryder Cup? Like, that's just kind of how things are going these days. Yeah, just let it rip, man. Ryder Cup action going after him. By the way, also, it'll be interesting to see because typically, why do we like the Ryder Cup also? Superstars across the board. Uh, live golf players, PGA golf players. Might be a little bit lacking in talent overall on both sides. But still, when the nations get together and it means a lot, it's still a lot of fun to watch overall. So, we'll see about the Ryder Cup. But Justin Thomas today going out here and shooting an even par by going, hey, man, I got it. Hey, who do you, let's even par on one of the toughest golf courses. Nope. Well, how about the field you're in? It's really tough. No, it's not. These are the ones that, like, back-to-back weeks, like, would it be surprised? Hey, by the way, Justin Thomas just won back-to-back weeks here. That's the type of fields he's playing in right now. That's why he's playing in these fields. What? Certainly not helping out his cause at this point. But we got a long way to go here in hour number two. Phone lines are open. Reach us here on Twitter. A lot of things to get to, including seeing if the Philadelphia Phillies can hold on here against the Miami Marlins. Two games in the 2 o'clock hour. JP is in invested people and so are we we'll be right back sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Right back at it. Hope it sounds good to everybody out there. Sounds good to me right now. K-Dub, sound good to you? We're sound feeling good here for hour wonderful. number two. 
All oh, right, now. All right. Now, see, I wanted to get you in the mood for this weekend. Now, most people are going to be like, hey, you know, we're going to watch baseball. By the way, I'm going to the Phillies game this weekend against Kansas City, who JP is involved with Massey. I'm going to see Massey in person on Saturday night with the family. But the sun. this weekend, pretty big news here. Why? Listen up. Now, here we go, right? Get you in the moves. There you go. There you go. You can talk right. Look at that. It's all the way through. Does that get you in the mood right now? I mean, pretty good right there. He's got the crown the palm of his hands. Now, the pop that everybody wants to hear, K-Dub. I mean, when this guy, right? Oh, ho, ho! he make an appearance overseas, Megastar. Uh, there there's some, some that? rumors that he Probably very well could be uh, in the match against Kenny Omega at uh, Wembley. No, this is this weekend. Is that correct? Not at all. No. Oh. August 27th. See? You know what's actually this weekend? Summer what is this Slam. weekend then? Oh. See, I thought we had a nice little, uh, nice little big-time performance this weekend. But it was what? Yesterday, num- uh, 200? Is that correct? Yes. yes, Dynamite 200, baby. Man, big one. It was good. Man, and it was a great I see, show. Man, I saw RVD come out. Put a big smile on my face. Put a big <laughs> smile on my face, man. Yeah, I got to tell you. Let me tell you this, folks. Yeah. All right. I got the text straight straight away from Donnie that just said ECW yes. chance. Like, Donnie, Donnie loves himself some AEW, loves himself some ECW. I do. I mean, if there was ever a time where Paul Heyman would just come out and say, you know what, Vince, I quit. It's a wrap. And all of a sudden... We get some ECW live from you know <laughs> South Philadelphia busting up chairs. Now, granted, those guys are pretty old, and most of them, I'd say most of them, probably half of them, probably gone by now, which includes New Jack at this point here. But Sabu's still around. We see him out here. I mean, you see Rob Van Dam, K-Dub. Why can't it happen? Why can't we get an ECW? How about this? One final night, like one of those send-off missions here. Just one well, final night of ECW action. Did you watch One Night Stand? In like oh five? Yes, like I need it again, like two night stand, whatever you want to call it. I need it again. (laughs) One night stand and then in brackets again. Now who Uh, now they're saying in that somebody did the biggest job of all time there. Do you agree with that in one night stand? Who Big John Cena? Big John Cena. I mean all class, man. All class. The only guy that's now over in both ECW and WWF, which is hard to do, probably was that guy. When you say I'm the world champion, I'm gonna do a job here to ECW, I mean the fans Mm -hmm. ate that up. Fans ate that up completely. Yeah, Cena did business. Nice to see. It's always important to do business, man. That's one of the one of the big talking points (laughs) in wrestling, man. As always, isn't it, Don? Mm -hmm. Who is willing to do business? That's what that's what you're all about. I gotta say, I'll say it honestly. In twenty five years time, you will be a bigger fan of this current iteration of AEW than I will be because then we'll get all those tell all stories and you'll you'll listen and watch every single one of them. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. By the way, best thing about wrestling, and maybe not even the wrestling, it's just the old-timers on podcasts talking about wrestling. Sensational stuff overall at that point. I mean, it is. It's good stuff, Let me talk to you. I mean, yeah. it's real good. I mean, it's uh-huh. really good stuff overall. By yeah, the way, man. talking about let me talk to you, let me talk to you tonight, K-Dub. But the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Current line right here, Jets' favorite, minus one and a half. 33 and a half as a total. It's as high as 34 at some outlets here across the board. I think it goes under, but you think it goes over today. Is that right? Yeah, I do. I think you've got the quarterbacks necessary to get that kind of result. I think that's true uh, across uh, both football teams. And I think that there is a little bit too much of that. Oh, come on. When could you see a Hall of Fame game go over? Went over last season, and Robert Sala has been playing to the overs uh, in his coaching career uh, in the preseason as well. I think it's pedal to the metal. I think that 33-and-a-half is just a little bit too light there, DRS. I'll tell you, uh, breaking that game down, if there's any way to do it outside of just what you think is going to happen, because that's really what we work off here sometimes in the preseason. My initial thought actually was, Kevin, I was like, ooh, 33 and a half. I actually like the over. Now, we know how preseason yeah. games are. It's very rare, right? We see 34 33 in a preseason, like first game out there. It just doesn't happen in the NFL. But when I was looking at the backup quarterbacks, because if you would have gotten the perfect scenario, right? 
it would have been, obviously, the starters aren't playing. Deshaun Watson's not going to, he might not play in even a snap in preseason, either with Aaron Rodgers. But the backup quarterback situation for both sides is very good. And so, Josh Dobbs, I mean, when he, trust me, like Josh Dobbs in the preseason, a guy who knows how to be a quarterback in the NFL and can move the sticks with his legs, that's key. Kellen Mond, who's, you know, we'll see what he does, but he can move the sticks with his legs. Also, the kid out of UCLA, same thing. But here's what I was worried about the Jets. Like, what are we actually, are we, if we get, let's just say, a real shot look at Zach Wilson, where I don't need him to go whole half. Let's just say it goes like a quarter and a half. You hand that over like Strevler and or, who's the, who's the um, slip in my mind now? Boyle. Who's the kid? Boyle. Who can't, again, Boyle was not a young rookie. Like, he's been around the block and knows that offense through and through being in Green Bay. Like, you have legitimate quarterbacks here, because the ones you worry about a little bit are the Kellen Mons and also the, uh, was it Thompson Robinson? What am I, Dorian Thompson Robinson. There you go, yes. Like, I worry about them, which is why if I look at this game, if the Jets play their quarterbacks and give them a legitimate chance to compete, I think the Jets win this game. I do. Because I think they're better set up at the quarterback position. But if I would have had Josh Dobbs as in the mix tonight, I would have been with you on the over. Because I think you would have got a really good look through. I'm just a little bit worried about Cleveland's offense. And then getting to the second half, where all coaches really think about here, to me anyway, is, hey, man, don't get injured. Don't put anything on tape. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I, what I would say, DRS, is, is, is the absence of Dobbs, though, Enough to like. I understand that it's like, oh, if Dobbs was there, I'd love the over. But the absence of Dobbs fully flipping you to team under uh, for me Mm -hmm. is a is a bridge too far. Uh, I again, I I think there's enough out there. And look, you know, I I don't. I know that you're. I don't want to say anti-trend, right? But it's not kind of the end-all, be-all for you. But wouldn't you say when you're going to go to preseason with so many unknowns that trends can truly be useful? Like, oh, the Ravens win every game they play. Look, Robert Sala is five zero and one as a head coach in the preseason. I don't think that can be overlooked. But he's also five and one to the over, so I don't think that should be overlooked either. Yeah, it'll be interesting here because, and I don't know if it's maybe a different mindset for the Jets. Sounds like, hey, we're trying to prove something in the preseason. I'm a young coach here. I I need wins, like get the team behind me. And again, it sounds stupid and shallow because it's preseason. But sometimes coaches think about that there early on in their career. He's got a veteran team. The eye on the prize for me for the Jets is don't get hurt, don't show anything. Let's show up game one against the Buffalo Bills and really get after it. Now, I don't know how it's going to play in. Same way you don't, which is so much fun sometimes to talk about Mm -hmm. saying you're playing this game out in your head. We don't have any official things where I don't think, or at least I don't think, like Robert Sal's like, hey, by the way, playbook's wide open here for uh, Zach Wilson. We need to get him some good vibes, which means he'll throw 30 times in the first half. We don't know about that. But I've just have watched these games where if it does hit, Kevin, it's like 36 points in the game right total. 37 mm-hmm. total. But there's a really good chance that you might end up this game 17-6 to six on the opposite end. I just look at it and say, what would you need, I guess? Kickoff return fumble, pick six, like you need one of those to sort of help you out because I don't anticipate a high-flying affair between either one of these quarterback yeah, see, I setups. Don't, I don't think you need all that. I, I, I think, one, you know, you need the Zach Wilson drive to cash in. And, and, look, Zach Wilson's been good in his preseason career, and I expect him to be good today. And, you know, it's you, the athleticism that we have at the quarterback position. Strebler is essentially a poor man's Taysom Hill, Right. And DTR and Kellen Mond are, are incredibly, incredibly explosive quarterbacks in what they can bring. Now, look, I don't know what the state of the game will be when Boyle comes in, but honestly, the best quarterback here in terms of knowing the system and veteran, I mean, Boyle might be the single best guy out there, and he's going to be going up against third-string options. I just think the offenses – basically, here's how I see it, Nani. I think the offenses will have the advantage at every single step of the way in this football game. You want a survey right now? Hey yo, hey, yo. Chicago White Sox show, here. Yeah, like let it go. Oh, take this survey. Three nothing White Sox early. Top of the first. Whoa. Two more guys on. Scherzer in big trouble. I don't want to say I told you, but maybe I told you. We'll be back. Second hour coming up. Oh, let's flame the Rangers. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. out on a limb is what we do best over here, people. And you want to talk about going out on a limb? The Texas Rangers. And you can probably hear Max Scherzer talking to his catcher in the dugout. K-Dub probably goes a little bit like this. Hey, man, you got to be with this. Stop. Yeah, like that, right? Sounds like that. Oops. My goodness. I, I, I mean, maybe so. Maybe that's what the catcher's saying to him, telling him where Three to the baseball. Three to nothing with a lineup that's dead. It's kind of wild here. I mean, it really is. What, that's a worst-case scenario right there, right? Like, but I wasn't – the best part – and I want to preface this conversation by saying this. We went over this game in the morning, and you would think with that monster favorite. I wasn't telling people, like, hey, by the way, that was a great time to take the White Sox. I wasn't saying that. But just looking at the price point and looking at what you were getting in return when – if you were just going like this, Kevin, which a lot of people do, let's make sure it's on the mound. First start with the Rangers, Rangers lineup. They just crushed this team. Now, there's a long way to go. They might actually crush this team with Tuki Toussaint on the mound. But that 3 to nothing start, I saw it and got excited because it feels like, yes, we were talking about that this morning. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those numbers that was a bit too inflated, right? Now, what was the, the best way to play this game? You know, if, if you're someone who likes to bet dogs in baseball, then the Chicago White Sox were for you, where you're looking to be profitable, over you know a period of time, more so than kind of that day-to-day structure. The uh, run line there, though, certainly could have been intriguing and, and hope that they kept it within range. And that was even uh, being offered at a plus price as well. Uh, the one thing that I thought was very tricky was kind of figuring out what to do with this total because everything was kind of pulling you in different directions where it's, yeah. man, Scherzer's not great, but the opposing lineup's not great. Rangers are dangerous, but Toussaint's been very good. It made for a really tricky baseball game, but early returns are here come the White Sox. Yeah, how about that? And by the way, it's a plus 124 price. You're, you're down three runs, which means you have to score four more runs here over the rest of the way than the White Sox do, and you're only getting a plus 120 price right now in the bottom of the first inning. Total listed at 11.5. Uh, focused here on the Phillies game, who Sir Anthony Dominguez is trying to save this game, but now there is a runner on first base with no out, so looks like Berger is up in the five hole. He's 0 for 3 today, but one swing of the bat, and this game could be tied up, and we saw that a few times last night. By the way, little history here. Uh, first pitcher to throw eight or more innings in his Phillies debut since who? Cliff Lee did it. Back in 2009, so Lorenzen with a very good start for the Philadelphia Phillies, and that looks like there is one out here in the bottom of the ninth. Other games underway, the New York Mets and the Royals. JP rooting this one on. The Royals do have a run. They scored in the top of the first inning, excuse me, bottom of the first inning, but it was not a uh, run by Massey, as JP said. I believe it was Salvador Perez who got the RBI here. But we are going to be focused and watching this game all the way through now for the White Sox because it is intriguing. Next game's up on the docket. Two games start in the 3 o'clock hour, which, again, is that Baltimore Orioles, um, Toronto Blue Jays game. How about the Kevin? I look, again, going over the numbers, I'm not saying Flaherty's a great pitcher. He's not a terrible pitcher, but I think the matchup is okay for him. We just went over Galsman struggling with lefties, getting a ton of lefties and quality lefties. The orders are minus, it's minus 178 if you want to take the Blue Jays today. Mm. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, a, a lot, again, a lot of respect mm. being put towards 
Kevin Gaussman, uh, I think is the clear thing. But, but also, yeah, it looks like Flaherty. Uh, are there underlying numbers though on Flaherty? Because that—that's usually what that says to me, right? My favorite—you was uh, my favorite example. of This was always Ryan Weathers, who had like that two, three, five ERA, and it's like, yeah, he's one of yes. the worst pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Trust me, like this will yes. come due, and it came due eventually on Ryan Weathers. Now, here's the interesting part too, because everything you have to look at it sort of like with a grain of salt. As I'm going over Kevin Gaussman, who really struggling lately with left-handed pitching. And, but if you look at his last 35 innings, Kevin, which goes over the past six weeks, he's 2-2 two and two overall, Gaussman. But do you know he's number one on the card today with a minimum mm. of 20 innings pitched at a 290 XFIP? So it sort of puts things in perspective, like, okay, what's going on here? In the same way that you talk about the Mets, like, why are the Mets getting, you know, being a dog here today? Well, Brady Singer's got a 3.79 XFIP, third out of 18 pitchers on the card today. So there are reasons why you can sort of bounce back and forth, but also... I'm going to give you a guess today. Look at all. You know what? What time does this game start? Night game tonight. The worst pitcher on the card today, XFIP-wise. Who do you think that is out of this card today? Let's look, let's it's a night look, game. Let's look at these names. Yeah, it's a night yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, obviously, there's a, a an athletics game. So, you always want to think about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it not? Uh, is it is it not your boy Weaver that you're targeting? Weaver is second, five point eight one, disastrous. Somebody's even worse than him. The only guy I could think of because you said the Angels lineup made sense would be Wu. Not Wu. He's thirteenth at a four six eight, which again isn't very good. Yeah. Christian Javier, Houston Astros, really six six point three four. Disastrous. Wow, that might have been my last. Honestly, it might have been mm-hmm. my last guess. Like, I, I yep. don't think I was. I was yep. ever submitting that entry. Wow, really, really struggling. Now, when we were talking about this game, you know, on the early line this morning, let me just bring this back up and go over what some of those uh, thought processes were. Because you're looking at Javier and saying to yourself, "Okay, well, he really. I mean, he gets hammered by left-handed bats. You don't really have that though with the Yankees. Like we're Bowers and Rizzo. That's it." And he does very well against right-handed batters, which is interesting. But if you just put all of those in a blender and and turn it on, he gives up a lot of fly balls, isn't striking at enough people. Isn't that crazy? Where you're right, you look at that yourself and go, man, I don't, what gives on that? You figure Christian Javier would be an okay pitcher. And based on the statistics, he doesn't get very many ground balls, which is always the key, right? Because when you take a look at XFIP and FIP, See, Donnie, you always use those. It's fielding independent of pitching. It's basically just what the pitcher does. And the reason why, you say, and Kevin laughs a lot, like, Donnie, why are you just taking home run props? Like yesterday, again, in that we were on the air in the 2 o'clock hour for a 3 o'clock game that we're breaking down today, like today with the, um, the uh, Orioles game. I said, guys, you got to get on some of these props for San Diego because the ISO power numbers for the hitters are very good. And XFIP is a direct derivative, Kevin, of how many fly balls you get hit against you. Like, it's not like hard hit baseballs. It's do you strike batters out? Do you walk batters? Do you hit the batters with your pitch? And how many fly balls do you give up? Because how do you hit a home run? Ball's got to be in the air. That's the whole difference here. So that's why it equates a lot, Kevin, to, well, Donnie, they're all hitting home runs. Well, technically... I'm actually forecasting home runs into RBIs and extra base hits, which is why they're hitting home runs. Oh, it's no surprise. We expected that. A hitter that's done very well against a right-handed pitcher, right-handed pitcher doesn't do well against left-handed batter, and vice versa. But it's interesting here. Like, Javier's ground ball, this is unbelievable. His ground, Kevin, his ground ball percentage to right-handed batters is 9%. Think about that. 90% of the balls in play are either line drives or in the air. That's incredible. It really is. That's really bad. That's yes. that's that's, that's why his XFIP is outrageous. Way. Yeah, that's no, fascinating. What's his, yeah, what's his FIP now? The difference, Kevin, again between XFIP is expected fielding independent pitching, which says, all right, let's just say a pitcher goes through a game and gives up an average of fifteen fly balls. You know, he might really give up a lot of home runs, but might be getting a little bit lucky. The FIP number, Kevin, takes the fly balls out of it and just says how many home runs were actually hit there. But if we look at him, Kevin, 6.45 FIP, 6.34 XFIP. Like, there's no not getting lucky. Like, those numbers line up exactly perfectly. Like, he's getting what he deserves, which is why he's so far down. Yeah, so well, what's the move then? Like, can you trust the Yankees in this spot against them, or the Yankees still kind of haven't earned that trust for you? They really haven't, but I got to tell you, like uh, so many pieces, like when you're handicapping baseball, 
you do have to it's you want your side to match up like when i say to myself okay Pitcher ISO, power number, pitcher weighted on base percentage, batter ISO, batter weighted on base percentage. If they match up, then you look at these statistics and go, ooh, the XFIP also now is in line with the bad pitcher. But sometimes, Kevin, it's just so simple as I look at the card and say, who's over five on an XFIP and start there? Which would be Clark Schmidt of the New York Yankees. Julio Urias, how about that? A 5.13. J.P. Sears, you were right. He's terrible with his XFIP at 5.17. <laughs> Luke Weaver, 5.81. And then Javier, 6.34. So really, if you're looking at the Yankees game tonight, two of the bottom pitchers, bottom five pitchers on the day in XFIP are lining up in a small ballpark. It's only 8.5. That's probably where the best angle would maybe be today. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very tempting. I also think... Look, we, we can, can we make this point then, just while we're heading to break? Yeah. A, a pitcher is coming to Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He struggles against lefties and he gives up fly balls. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't look like the Yankees can take advantage. I mean, you gotta be this. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, how, I mean, how poorly ran can you be? How yes. poorly ran can you be? Can I, can, you know, here, you know, and I don't know if this is, is a hot take, because there's a lot of people that really hate mm-hmm. Aaron Boone when it comes yeah. to the Yankees. I, I think that Brian Cashman. Or the direction from the Yankees is a far bigger problem than Aaron Boone. The Yankees have been to the playoffs six straight years with three of those seasons becoming uh, in ALCS appearances. Okay? And every single time we talk about the Yankees, we're like, man, this roster kind of stinks. And then we put it on Brian Cat and we, we put it on Aaron Boone. And I, and I, I think that that is a, an inaccuracy there. I think that Aaron Boone uh, often is done fine enough. He's not great, and if he goes, so be it. It's kind of again the the Donnie saying you're hired to be fired, and you know he he's yes. been a he's been here for a long time. It now feels like with the New York Yankees, so a, a change could very well be coming. But when we look at this Yankees team, like mm-hmm. how many times Donnie have you pulled up the Yankees starting lineup and been like, yeah. oh my goodness, yes. who is this team? So how is that Aaron Boone's fault? Aaron Boone isn't. It's he's not actively. Trying to send out an inaccurate lineup, a poor lineup there. But when, when, especially too, and as much as I love Aaron Judge, but let's call it what it is, when your top two bats are supposed to be Judge and Stanton, and you basically know that that's a combined 50 missed games at minimum due to their size, you're, ask, you're asking for things to go wrong. Yep, and if Cashman doesn't make the playoffs. Hey, Brian, we know you're in there. Come out with your hands up. It's time to give it up for the Yankees. I mean, there it is. Yankee fans angry and yelling at Brian Cashman here. We'll be right back. It's Monday Line on a Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. back at it here. Watching some of these scores here in Major League Baseball. Live games across the board. The Rangers down three to nothing here. Now here's the best part about it. 
Bottom of the second inning, they're only a plus 130 dog here for the Rangers, as if they're still expected to win with my guy Tukey Toussaint on the mound. Royals and the Mets, one to nothing here in the top of the third inning. And the Philadelphia Phillies did end up beating the Miami Marlins in Michael Lorenzen's debut. 8K, excuse me, eight innings pitched, two earned runs, and five Ks today for Lorenzen. That's a way to get your career started with the Phillies. Don't worry about the bullpen outside of the closer. Big series win for those Philadelphia Phillies now. So we'll see where the Marlins go from here. But again, Marlins don't make the playoffs or make the playoffs. I still like that roster. And if they're going to go up against a weak pitcher, I'm going to be on the Marlins here for some team totals, or at least some of these player props here like RBIs, K-Dub. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things you, you kind of mentioned with Miami. I know you mentioned it with the Angels kind of like, listen, I don't know if all these moves are going to make them better in terms of making the playoffs, but... They'll make him better on that day-to-day. Waiting for Trout to get back, obviously, that'll be big. When is Mike Trout supposed to be back? Like, what's the timeline? I was trying to, yeah, we we don't have one of those where it's like, hey, uh, he's hitting off a tee, he'll be back soon. It still seems like he's a little ways off. I don't know if it's a month ways off, but it doesn't feel like he's going to the AAA affiliate to start getting at bats in just yet. Here's the other thing, too, with kind of the Angels and, and their set up right and and you feel bad about this because Mike Trout I would say comes off like an incredibly likable guy doesn't he Donnie but um, if you're Shohei Otani why would you tie yourself to Mike Trout Uh, again unfortunately Mike Trout cannot be the best player maybe even the second best player on your team anymore due to the likelihood that he's going to get injured like it's it's unfortunate right but the Mike Trout is injury prone thing is not a bit, it's not unfair, it's a fact. It's a fact. He is injury prone, and it's been a big part of the worries for the Los Angeles Angels. And it's once again, here we are, we're like, man, I wonder what happens when Trout gets back. Otani, you're going to tie yourself to that for the next seven, eight years of, well, I wonder when the, my, my co star is going to be available. Yeah, no, you're right. And if we're putting odds together, the odds, which again, to the odds. Let me just put it this way. Steve Cohen, New York Mets. Like, if you're looking from a perspective of the Angels going, our biggest threat to Shohei Otani has to be the New York Mets. Even if Shohei really doesn't want to go there. The reason I bring that up is, in Major League Baseball, they are the strongest union in professional sports. The reason being is because they follow their own rules that were put in place for decades here. If you are a superstar player, Kevin, it is your job to go out and get the highest contract that you can get regardless of where it's at because you're putting yourself with the team and not above yourself by going, you know what, I really like it in Philadelphia, but the Yanks are offering me $20 million more over the length of my contract. I owe it to my union to take that job with the Yankees. So if yeah. we're taking a look at Shohei Otani, who we're all fighting now in that range of, ooh, who's going to get that $400 million contract? We've seen a couple here, Kevin, in that three range. Otani's, hey, you know what? I really like it here in Southern California. And they just go, awesome, that's great. Ten years, 375. We'll be able to sign other players. We'll be able to do it. And Cohen goes, how about 10 for 475? He's gone. Whether he wants to or not, that's what the union does. So for the Mets to say, Hey, we're not really looking at 2024. It's more 2025 and 2026. I can't believe that. And also, if you're Steve Cohen and you own the Mets, aren't these the striking moves that you like where you laugh at the Yankees go, watch me take the back page and just get Soto and also Shohei Otani? I can't figure it out. But here's the interesting thing then to kind of take this conversation a different way because, yes, both of us thought uh, that the Mets would be able to just come over the top on any Otani thing and and kind of change the equation. If yep. the Mets are actually out, Donnie, is there a world that Otani ends up having uh, like 15 teams involved? Where baseball teams are like, look, dude, we get it, you're worth $600 million, but we don't really care. Like, we're not paying anybody $600 million. <laughs> and the only guy that would have done that, well, he, he apparently doesn't want to bid on, on good players anymore. <laughs> so uh, here's this you know, $450 million contract and let us know. And it's just kind of a, a stand. You know what I mean? Like, what if what if Otani doesn't get the six hundred million that people are you know so mm-hmm. comfortably assuming he's going to get? Yeah, it's 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 one to watch out for. Where again, we just thought it was going to be the Mets overpowering people. And the one thing, as I did bring up, is 
He likes his collection of stars. Like, he got rid of his two star pitchers here. You know they have funds to spend. He has endless amount of dollars. And you have two generational players coming up next year. If you would have told me, like, the season end, like, hey, by the Mets just missed the playoffs, kept everybody, highest payroll in baseball, are they really going to go out and spend $800 million in free agency over the next, you know, for 10 years of contracts between these two players? Probably not. But the fact that they're going to be itching to do something and generational talent are out there and the owner goes, I could pay him whatever I want. Like, it doesn't even hurt me at this point. I have so much money. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. We're like, hey, you know what? We're going to build this thing the right way and wait till 2026. It almost doesn't even add up because you figured, Kevin, tear it down. It didn't work. Ooh, did you see the offseason? Yeah, let's retool again. That's the thing. It's, it's like the perfect offseason for him specifically, because mm-hmm. the the concern of Scherzer and Verlander, what we all knew was ah, they're a little older, right? Like we don't know yeah. if you're going to get the same guy. Mm-hmm. Neither Otani or Soto are thirty. Like the, those are contracts that you hand out for ten years. Soto, you expect to get what eight great years, and Otani, you expect to get six great years. And look, we know that that's how those contracts work. Like you know that you know two to three years, maybe you're not going to get the exact number that you're paying. Like they're, yeah. They are perfect options for Cohen, and he like it's just kind of the wrong time to be pulling out. But that's again what every it's not even I I I don't want to say yeah. report. These aren't reports. These are the own. These are the Mets' words that they are done, kind of swinging for big names. Which here here's the one thing I offered up though, Donnie. Like the GM mm-hmm. right is kind of you know Billy Appler is the one who's out there making all these decisions, and I know Steve Cohen yeah. said it as yep. well. But the president of baseball operations is supposed to finally be sorted out for the Mets this winter. Like, what if he yes. comes in and he's like, yeah, yeah crazy idea, man. Uh, let's go get Otani. <laughs> and Cohen's like, love where your head's at. And here's, here's everything yes. you need. Easy. Like, it seems like Steve Cohen, you're like, hey, by the way, what are you doing, Otani? I'll pick you up for dinner. You go out with the owner and eat. And like, yeah, man, hey, we get Otani. We take over the back page, page six. Everything is ours. All eyes on us. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Go make that phone call tonight. That's what it feels. Yeah. I feel like you can get in the room with him. Like, you know, like Ursay of the Colts. It's like, we don't know which way the wind blows with this guy. Whereas I would be, wouldn't be surprised if like a day he's like, you know what? I flew the jet. And I was thinking about it. I actually went to, you know, Jonathan Taylor's house, <laughs> childhood house in New Jersey. I just oh. want to make him the highest paid player in football. Like, yeah, it sounds like Ursay would do at this point. Now, granted, <laughs> as I transition that, Kevin, by the way, his running back is one of the more uh, dominant backs in football. He's yep. getting about $4 bucks. Ursay's like, man, I'm not paying you that. And by the way, Jim, what do you feel like doing this weekend? I'll tell you right now. I got $20 million bucks burning a hole in my pocket. I saw this whale. I want to fly this whale across country and drop him in the Pacific Ocean. That's what I want to do. And the first comment underneath that was like, man, I bet Jonathan Taylor's loving this. You won't pay me, but you want to move a whale into the Pacific Ocean. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. <laughs> like, imagine being the Colts GM and you just get a text like, hey, by the way, yes. I, traded John- yes. I traded Jonathan Taylor. You'd be like, you did what? Yes. Yes. Like you can't rule it out. Like Ursay got on the phone himself, called up the the Cincinnati Bengals and made a yes. deal for a third round pick. He's like, like oh, I really value. need like I, I like somehow like JP. I know you're behind the scenes. See if you can get a hold of Frank Reich and get him on the program with us to talk about Jim Ursay action behind the scenes. Because the reason is is we know how that Colts season ended. They just had to beat the Jaguars, who were pathetic, and they would have been in the playoffs. But they lost that game. And you know Frank Reich probably sat down with the owner the very next day and goes, okay, here's what we're doing. We, year one with Wentz, I think I can get through to him, and like, we'll be really good next year. And Ursay goes, oh, you think so? Well, here's what I want. I want him out of here tomorrow. Now, hold on. Jim, listen to me. I think we can make this work here. I think he's going to work in this offense. I want him out of here. Well, you can't go public and say you want him out of here. I don't care what happens here. Jim. We gotta at least get somebody for him. If we no, 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 just get rid of the guy tomorrow. Like that's because the owner owns the team, Kevin. They can do whatever they want. But I know for a fact, like you talk to, obviously we weren't talking to Frank Reich, but you read the tea leaves over the next two weeks. <laughs> you know that wasn't his decision to get rid of Carson Wentz. You know it wasn't. No, uh, sir. It, it, it never made sense. Uh, look, there, there are a couple of stories that you and I, and it, it's listen. You and I don't agree on everything. But there have been a couple of ones where you and I have been in complete lockstep while the rest of the world's taking crazy pills. One of them yes. was the Bill Belichick, Mac Jones, you actually are a statue, <laughs> hand the football off every play. And the other was the, oh my goodness, the Colts got a real quarterback when they brought in the awful, terrible, yes. washed Matt Ryan. Yes. And by the way, when Matt Ryan came to town, 
and the initial reports came out from like the even the, the beat writers were drinking the Kool Aid right away. Like, oh, so I never seen a guy. I never seen a guy command a huddle before. Yep. And by the way, uh, that that you should saw the set. Like whoever the backup wide receiver was, like one of the, it wasn't even Pascal. Whoever it was, it's like man, you know, I turned around that football was there. And right away, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun to watch because apparently nobody ever watched Matt Ryan for the past two years where he can't throw more than three yards or move in the pocket. And oh my goodness, he was so bad. Like we actually got to get rid of this guy midway through the season. Tremendous. That I mean. Jeff Saturday, man, right? I mean, just the oh, good stuff. Like all of the the crazy. Yeah, Jim People, that's yeah, Jim Irsay, right of there. Of course. And people were trying to rewrite history, but like, man, he did this while they were still in the race for the AFC South. He could have let Matt Ryan <laughs> stay the quarterback. I'm like, no, listen. Now bringing Jeff Saturday in was crazy. It was not Matt Ryan, no. That was the problem. Frank, look. Frank Wright got a raw deal, but it worked out for the best, I think. Because you know me. I'm a huge Bryce Young fan. And I think he and Frank Reich have an opportunity to be excellent uh, in Carolina together. Yes. And by the way, getting back to uh, that whole season, the way it went down, like they're asking Jeff Saturday, or not Jeff Saturday press conference when he got hired. And it's like, Jim, like, why would you do this? And his best, best answer was like, I like it because – He's never been a coach before, and he's not going to be scared. Of the, and we're like saying, wow, is this going to be good? And, of course, it didn't work out. But my favorite part about it is I honestly think deep down when the season ended, he was in a room with whoever his front office was going, I really think that's the guy for us here Saturday next. And they were like, you know what? Somebody shut the door. Everybody turn your cell phones off. Yeah. Jim, sit in your seat. I'm telling you, you cannot do this. And it finally won over at that point. Yeah, and then the Eagles end up losing all their coordinators, right? I mean, that's <laughs> that's how that story seems to go every single damn time. Right? Oh my goodness! So, yeah, if you if you like, uh, apparently you had to get every Eagles coordinator. Like we're talking about in the city of Philadelphia, which I didn't even mind, you know, like Jonathan Gannon at all. Like I thought he was a good coordinator. Obviously, he knew how to get after the pass rush. But if you listen, to, like the daily radio in the city of Philadelphia, he's like, man, Gannon's the worst guy I ever seen in my life. And then, again, the Cardinals are like, hey, you know what? That's our guy here post-Super Bowl. And now we find out there's tampering and all that good stuff repeatedly across the board. But that's the way it is. But tonight, NFL football is on the board, the New York Jets. And now are you going to be there for kickoff? Like, what are you doing tonight with this game? Something that you might just yeah. click through? Or are you actually going to be like, you know what? Let me turn it on right when it kicks off. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm betting this game to the over. I genuinely want to see what... Zach Wilson looks like DTR was a treat to watch last season, so his first mm. NFL action. There's a lot of intrigue around this game tonight. Let me talk to you. Yeah, we're going to talk to you in the next segment here. Why? Give away some picks here. Same game parlay. I'm looking for three in a row, people. And by the way, with three, the Royals got three runs, but I'm not so short. Massey's gotten one of those yet. Long way to go, but not for this show. We'll close it down next. Stay tuned. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Final segment of the day on a Thursday. Oh, we ran the gamut all the way across the board. The Philadelphia Phillies won this afternoon. Two games still in play right now. And a full Major League Baseball slate on tonight, which does include an NFL game. Jets and Cleveland. We'll see how that one matches up. But my same game parlay, so they're going for three in a row. Talkman, Bellinger, and Candelario, each to record a hit tonight for the Chicago Cubs, who are on absolute fire as of late at a plus 182 price. JP, where are you going tonight? Actually, you know what? Just remind people where you already have your action in at. Yeah, we're involved in a Michael Massey RBI prop. Not looking great, but you never know. Hey, long way to go here. Teams that are out of it, you think the Mets are throwing their best bullpen effort today? Probably not at this point. So we'll see where that goes. Any thoughts tonight, K-Dub? Any action where you're going tonight? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm obviously going to continue to follow the golf here. Siwoo Kim's heating up a little bit, so that would be really nice to see if he can uh, do some damage for that round one prop. I did take a shot on the Mets. It looked so be it. I, I thought it was worth a chance. Uh, a lot of baseball left in that game, uh, so we will see. But tonight, over 33.5 Browns, uh, Jets, preseason football, the Hall of Fame game. I'm excited about it. By the way, keep an eye on this. The Yankees lineup just came out here. It's Bowers, Judge, Torres, Stanton, McKinney, Connor Falefa, Bader, Volpe, and Rortvet. So a sensational lineup here for those Yanks. But having said that, the best guy that actually lines up is Bowers. He'll be able to lead off tonight. He's probably going to get at least five at-bats, so maybe something to keep an eye on. And we already talked about it. Javier got some really bad numbers XFIP-wise, so maybe that ball leaves the yard tonight. But I do think Bowers has a legitimate chance. I haven't finalized any RBI props tonight. I will be, though, because the Cubs game alone should be able to fill up your sheet. So pretty good times tonight. Ready to go, K-Dub, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll play you after the break on this one. Yeah. There you go. There you go. A little bit lower for you. Does uh, it fire you up? Do you see like a Burberry scarf like around your neck right now? Don, have you ever, wore, have you ever worn Burberry? I have. I have it. Have you? Why not? No. Have you? No, I can't say I have. There you go. Ooh, get this in here. Look at this. Little little Wu-Tang Clan here to end the show here on a Thursday afternoon. That's the way we do it here. Cashing tickets. You know we're going to do that tonight for JP. Behind for the wheels of steel. Making us look good and sound good. DRS and K-Dub. We're out of here. Till Friday. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. 